Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Is this entertaining? Tire power. Winning deals always. MG. Coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. This is SENSA Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. Good morning to you. A pleasure to be here at SENSA. Bryce Gibbs, happy Tuesday morning going for 38 degrees today, which is... I'll be honest with you, mate. I was I was someone that grew up in Tasmania, so the, I'm a cold weather guy. And um, when I hear 38 degrees, this is not something that excites me. What are, What are your thoughts? Oh no, nah, I oh no, nah, depends. I don't mind rugging up. Obviously, spending 11 years in Melbourne, it's yes. a little bit more colder than it is here. But uh, I am enjoying the sun. I am enjoying getting down to the beach a bit more often this summer uh, with the kids. So um, no. Nah, 38 is a little bit too hot. Give me 26 to 30. We'll call it even. Uh, this is our first day together. My very first day working at SENSA. And um, I'm pumped to be here. We were just talking before during the news that the, to have the opportunity to talk sport every day with people that you you genuinely get along with is um, a really good thing. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity. Mark Bickley, obviously joining us in the next couple of weeks too. But um, to do that is is awesome. I obviously, um, uh, for those of you who are listening to SENSA for the very first time, welcome. You can always send us a text 0427154166. We want to take as many calls as possible to 1300 736 736. And there's plenty of ways to listen. You can do it obviously um, on 1629, but also on the app, which has everything that you need. You can have a listen to every SEN show um, and online. There's a lot of sport going on in Adelaide and, and our prerogative is to make sure that we cover all sports and not just footy because there's heaps to talk about. There, there certainly is. And it's a credit to um, our man, Peter Malinaskis, our yeah. Premier. It, hasn't he done a fantastic job in, in getting some of these big sporting events to Adelaide? He's not just doing that. He's also managed to um, get Sam Smith here, which all the, the A-listers went to. Did you go and see Sam Smith down at Darrenburg? I didn't get an invite no, to uh, Darrenburg, unfortunately, but I'm sure it was a great night for the people <laughs> that went. <laughs> no, it looked really good. If you follow anyone on social media, it looks like they all had a great time. <laughs> uh, we do have a, a big show coming up. Um, Craig Goodwin from Adelaide United, and it's very special for me Bryce, I don't want to sound like I'm um, big noting, but yes, I, I did speak to you and Miles actually when I was over in Doha at the FIFA World Cup. And um, I've known Craig Goodwin since uh, he was a, a young guy that came over to South Australia. He's a South Australian boy, but the, this kid, and I, I sound old saying it right, but um, this kid was playing at Melbourne Heart before they turned into Melbourne City. He was living with a Greek family. And had to go and work at a, a fast food restaurant to um, to try and make cash while he was playing in an A-League club. He spent some time at the Newcastle Jets. Now he's um, the captain of Adelaide United. He's scored goals for the Socceroos. Um, he's got a beautiful young family. And to see everything that Craig's doing, I feel like, like I'm a father. I've got two young daughters. So I'm, I feel like you're probably the same. Like you feel quite paternal to see what he has managed to do with 
with all of the, I guess, the roadblocks that he's had in his career to see what he's doing right now. And we are lucky, not just in Australia, but in South Australia, to have one of the best footballers in the country choosing to play for Adelaide United. It's pretty special. Yeah, you're spot on. And he has had a couple of stints overseas, uh, as you just mentioned. And the fact that he keeps coming back because he loves Adelaide United, he, he loves the city and and uh, this is where he wants to be. And I'm, there's no, I'm, I have no doubt there was a few people worried after his World Cup performances that a couple of these overseas clubs were going to come knocking. And yeah. the potential, we, we could lose him again abroad. But uh, he didn't choose to go down that path. He's come back and, and playing some some great footy still uh, for United. Scores again on the weekend and certainly looking forward to catching up with him uh, in about half an hour's time and, and finding out what the Reds need to do to continue winning and continue to stay in that uh, that finals race. Yeah, Cooper Stadium looking a treat as well. If you haven't been there, um, the, the revamped stadium, it, it's a proper football venue now. And you were there on the weekend. It just it just feels different, even like with the, the stand upgrade, the, the PA system you can hear me now, which is sometimes a good or a bad <laughs> thing, but it makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. The, the atmosphere, although... Uh, albeit the disappointing result that the fans were still getting right into it. And yeah, it, it feels complete now with that, with that new stand going up. Okay. Let's talk footy because what we wanted to do was get straight into the Tuesday agenda um, and talk some serious stuff. I, I heard you speak about this um, and also had a look um, on the um, SCN website. It was a, a brilliant insight into the mentality of uh, young former Adelaide Crow. Now it sounds strange saying former Adelaide Crow and uh, Fisher Mackesy walking away from the AFL um, with a, in a mutual decision, a 21-year-old footballer saying this is um, not the thing for me right now. Obviously, he spent some time in November um, being granted personal leave by the Crows. But um, this is something which is happening a lot more frequently now in the AFL where where people and, and players and young men are deciding that this career that they've been focusing on since a young age isn't for them. Yeah, you're spot on, Jared. And it's a space, you know, when we talk about mental health, it's it's, it's a space we're continuing to learn and um, understand more about as, as people share their stories and, and experiences, and um, which is fantastic because cause you're spot on. Uh, these these young kids that, that come into these elite environments, um, as a kid, the, they can be very talented and, and have dreams to, to make it at the highest level. But until you're, you're actually in that environment and, and rubbing shoulders with, with everyone and, and trying to, to make, I suppose, a career out of it and, and, and get the best out of yourself. Sometimes uh, not only players in the AFL, but other codes as well. It's, uh, sometimes it just, it's not for them and, and it doesn't work out. At this point now, um, we, we had a, a Zoom call yesterday afternoon and uh, uh, Jason, who is uh, is basically the first voice that you'll speak to when you give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. He was talking us through everything what we're going to do on the show. Basically, don't break the studio, which I did to start off with already, which is brilliant. Um, you were in your South Adelaide Panthers gear, getting ready to go out for preseason. I was getting ready to go for a run. What's the mentality of a footballer right now when we're mid-gen and you need to start doing these 2K time trials and you need to start thinking about the really challenging thing that's going to set you up for the season? Because uh, obviously these are some of the things that were going through Fisher's mind, thinking about do I have what it takes physically and mentally to put myself through another preseason if I'm not 100% committed? And and that's that's probably the first thing I want to say. To, to do this day in, day out, week in, week out, 
for for pretty much the whole year, you need to be all in because it certainly is very demanding, not only physically with all the training that that you have to do, but but also mentally. It can be very draining and exhausting and uh, it's a bit like the roller coaster. Sometimes you can you have a couple of really good weeks, but then with injuries and form and uh, a lot of other things, it can be can pr- be pretty tough at times. And um, for someone like like Fisher, who who was a, an early pick, uh, pick six, uh, came into to the AFL world in in a COVID impacted um, time where where things were pretty isolated. Actually, I, when we were, were speaking about that, we were, we were going to talk about this situation. I sort of reflected back on those COVID times, and and it was because we were training in small groups. I wouldn't see some people. My teammates, some staff members, uh, have interactions with with these guys for for weeks, and and that's just obviously unheard of. It was a, a, an interesting time of our lives, and uh, when you when you're young, you you have to relocate from interstate, uh, obviously really close to his family, um, and being so isolated as we were, maybe those those threw up more challenges than than he might have thought. Um, obviously, don't want to speculate too much on on the ins and outs because that's all I'm doing, mm. speculating. But, but in terms of what you mentioned about the pressures and um, you know training, it, this time of year can be very competitive. Uh, obviously, everyone's fighting for a round one spot, uh, and things this time of year start heating up. Time trials, um, a lot of match sims going on. You're, you're, you're playing against your, some of your best mates. You want to play well against them, but you don't want to hurt them and, and injure them at the same time. And um, especially someone like a Fisher who was an early pick, sometimes they're expected to come in and just have an immediate impact straight away. And sometimes that's not always the case. And we know some of these these bigger guys, they take a little bit longer to develop and um, and that sort of thing. And, and we haven't quite seen that in Fisher's development up until this point. Uh, You'd expect by this stage he'd be dominating the sandful if he was playing in the reserves. He, he sort of wasn't doing that. Uh, they swung him from defence into attack to try and change things up a bit. That didn't really work either. And, uh, yeah, when he when he took some leave of, of absence, I think it was uh, in November, you could start to see some of the, the red flags there and, and sort of understand that there wasn't something quite right. And, uh, yeah, the news come out uh, not that long ago that uh, he wanted to step away and focus on himself and... He didn't have the passion and, and drive to, to be an elite athlete at, at this moment in time. In your experience, do you find that some people um, have, I guess, the resilience and emotional intelligence to live out of home? I'm, I'm saying that because I'm not someone that would be able to do that. Um, I, Whenever I hear uh, feedback about uh, professional athletes that want to move back home and they get negative criticism because of that, I really empathize with their decision because for me, I want to be close to my family um, and being happy outside of work and happy outside of my professional life allows me to be happier in inside my professional life. And sometimes the, the feedback is, well, you get paid well, you get taken care of, but, but ultimately I don't think that matters. Do you think sometimes that plays a role in professional athletes where say Fisher, for example, he moves back to Melbourne. He might spend this year to focus on himself, get himself right. He's 21. When it gets to the end of the year, he might go, actually, I'm in a really good place 
and I want to get drafted again. And we might see someone like him um, play out of his skin. You look at Paddy McCartan, who's a different story, but obviously his turnaround and what he's been able to do with that second opportunity because he managed to get every part of his life outside of football right. Mate, and there's no, absolutely no doubt in my mind, and you, you would back me up here, if you're happy within yourself, everything just becomes easier. Yeah. A lot more enjoyable. And I have no doubt if, if Fisher, as you said, goes back home, takes as long as he needs to to, to get himself in a, in a headspace that he might want to have another crack at, at AFL, um, I have no doubt that he could come back and do that if he wanted to. He's got time on his side. He's still – you don't lose that talent overnight that, that got him drafted at pick six. So there's certainly opportunity for him to do that. But in terms of the, the relocation stuff, I mean, everyone's different, right? Um, a, lot of, a lot of kids have different experiences growing up. You see a lot of the country kids have been living out of home potentially for years, going to boarding school and, and find the transition to, to move in um, interstate by themselves a lot easier than some. Some guys um, need to move in with families to have that structure for the first two years. I lived with a host family for two years mm. when I went to Melbourne. Um, it all depends on the dynamics around the team. I, I was lucky enough personally to to walk straight into a round one side and, and didn't miss a game for the first two years of my career. So I, was, I had opportunity. I felt a part of the team straight away. And other guys get drafted, get relocated and might not get an opportunity for the first three or four years at that club. So that's, that needs resilience and, and, uh, and, and time as well. So, I mean, everyone's case is different. Everyone handles it differently. Um, but when it comes down to it, if, if you're happy within yourself, everything seems to be a lot more easier. Love to know your thoughts on this as well. You can always give us a call, 1300 736 736, or send it to text 0427 154 166. We're here thanks to Tire Power. Selected Kumo tyres at 25% off. Craig Goodwin, not too far away, and we'll take your calls and read some of your texts straight after the break.